As the school year begins, don't forget to earn your badges with EDU. The website has a brand new look for the upcoming school year. Navigate easily across the new interface to learn strategies for using your favorite EdTech tools in your lessons. Check out the new curated collections and climb the EDU leaderboard. Visit the new look edubadges.com today. Aloha, I'm Katie Ritter. And I'm Justin Thomas, and this is the Restart Recharge Podcast, a podcast by coaches for coaches. We bring the tips and tricks to help you in your everyday work as an instructional coach or whatever they call in your school district. So hopefully you're going to leave this episode with us today feeling just a little bit less on your own coaching island. And for today's episode, we know that school has just begun for a lot of us here in the ed tech world. And the beginning of the school year can be really hectic. Teachers are meeting with their new students, administration is making the final adjustments for a great school year, and students are getting acclimated to their new classes. So how does a coach tackle the opening weeks of the school year? In this episode, we're going to discuss with two coaches, one who is jumping into a new school district and one who is returning to their school district to create a coach's checklist on the important tips one should have for the start of the school year and we have a newbie on the podcast here yeah first timer on the pod how about that let's introduce her this is megan rubel and megan is going to be in her second school year of coaching prior to entering the coaching role megan taught fifth grade in northern virginia she is originally from pennsylvania where she attended penn state university after college megan moved to washington dc area where she began her teaching career and outside of work megan loves to travel run and spend time with her dog so well Welcome in for the first time, Megan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and don't be nervous, Megan. We're glad to have you here. <laughs> um, and I have the pleasure of reintroducing a coach that you've heard from many times in the past. We have uh, Tracy Keogh with us today, who was a classroom teacher for 11 years in second grade uh, and also fifth through eighth grade setting before taking on the role of an instructional design coach with us for the last four years. Are you kidding me, Tracy? Four years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I have her microphone from her, so you didn't hear her say yes. <laughs> but it is the fourth year. I can't believe that time flies. Um, with a focus on technology in the classroom. Currently, she is a coach in a more rural school district in Ohio. And as a coach, she has worked with educators to help them achieve their classroom and educational goals through coaching and mentorship as one of our mentor coaches here at Forward Edge as well. Um, as a coach, she's constantly on the go, uh, if that wasn't enough, with four very active kiddos. And she lives listens to Restart Recharge, duh, to fill the time in the car. Welcome back, Tracy. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be back. All right. So she is back on the podcast. She is also back in her school district. I feel like we need, like, guess who's back, back, back. <laughs> Tracy's back. But Tracy, uh, see, we're going, we're just diving right into this. Uh, Tracy, you're back at the same school district that you were last year. So where exactly are you going to pick back up? And also, what are you excited about to continue on with from last year into this year in coaching? So I'm really excited to be back with my school district um, because we've made a lot of really great relationships first year out. That was my whole goal mm -hmm. was building those relationships with teachers across all four schools. So K through high school. Um, we ended the year going through a series of admin meetings to determine like what do we need for the end of the year? What are we going to do over the summer? How are we going to start the beginning of next year with trainings and different things like that? Um, so I have a few things that we are picking back up, such as our continued focus on the four C's and differentiation 
and some of those trainings that we ended the year with in those last couple PD days that we are rolling back over into the new year, as well as the continuation of like copier tabloids and some different ways to reach our teachers where they're at and coaching cycles and all the fun things that those bring because it was really great to see so many teachers get excited for lessons or units again last year with just having somebody to talk to. That's awesome. Nice. And Megan, you uh, started with us in the middle of the school year last year, had to hit the ground running like a whirlwind. Um, And so now this year, you are actually going to be starting with um, a new district, new for you, but they've had a coach now for a number of years. Um, So you're going to kind of be the new person on the block in this district. So how do you plan to kind of tackle and approach and sort of hit the ground running as a new coach this school year in that district? Yeah, so I'm definitely excited about not having to start from scratch. Um, Brooke has laid awesome groundwork at the school district that I'll be at, so I'm excited to kind of follow in her footsteps, um, be able to kind of like see what roles she's taken on and be able to continue that, um, especially like getting to know the teachers and continuing her positive relationships with admin. Um, And yeah, so just kind of like already knowing kind of what I'm walking into is definitely a little bit more of like a security for me, especially being a new coach and just kind of having that as like a model to kind of like add my own flair and just continue to do what um, has been going really well there. Yeah. What are you most excited about as a new coach in this district coming up? Um, I think I really like having changes of scenery. So like being able to go to like a new school and like be on one campus for all of the different school and uh, classes, I guess. Um, Yeah, but being able to like meet new people as well. I love to talk and I can like talk to anybody. (laughs) So being able to work with these teachers and like build some more of those positive relationships is definitely another one. (laughs) I love it. And I feel like we forgot part of Megan's bio, speaking of talk. She also loves to tick tock and she's been helping us on the team. (laughs) She really has. She's been teaching me a few tricks. So not to brag, but I'm a bit of a pro. Look at this. See, okay. Um, I do have a song for her too. You know, new coach on the block has a lot of tricks, you know, like new kids on the block. Oh, oh, thank you. Listen. I should have led with like, no, this is what we're talking about. I just about. needed you Tracy to sing it song. to the tune, Justin. <laughs> well, I got chicken out a little bit. <laughs> I thought you were going with Jenny from the block. And so I was like, I. how are we oh, making that connection? No, no, uh, no, not quite. But yes, uh, Megan is definitely showing us a lot of uh, TikTok trends. So that's good. Uh, I'm trying to keep it fresh on the restart, recharge TikTok scene. But We know that uh, one of our important things that we do in our coaching is our coaching cycle. So, Tracy, you mentioned a little bit getting kind of back into that for your uh, district here that you're coming back to. But, Megan, you're obviously starting in a newer district, but it has had coaching before. So how are you both looking to get into coaching cycles uh, for the school year and get all those other initiatives started as well? Sure. I'll jump in. No TikTok star over here, but have some (laughs) ideas. Um, So talking with teachers last year, we're going to do a theme this coming year for coaching cycles. So we are going to be the year of the rubber duck. Um, And as they complete coaching cycles and different skills within that, they'll get to select their own fun little rubber duck that might have a hat on or outfits or something. Like the Jeep thing? Yeah. Oh, super cool. Can I get a rubber duck? I mean, maybe. You have to sign up for a cycle, Justin. I'll do it. Maybe we can get him a little podcast bumper sticker. Yes. Yes. Could be really fun. (laughs) So that is my goal is to like start coaching cycles with something fun that people earn and then it becomes a talking point of like, why do you have a fireman rubber duck on your desk and get people talking about different things. That That's way. amazing. How did you come up with that? 
Um, when I was teaching, we did a rubber duck contest for a week. And when your rubber duck's number got called, you had to race to the front office to pick out the best gift card. So by the end of the week, it was like full-blown Daytona, like teachers trying to tackle each other in the hallways. Um, but it just built really good culture and camaraderie and fun. And I was like, well, that could be really fun to have some fun rubber ducks around. I love that. And where do you buy these? Um, Oriental Trading or Amazon has like 50-pack okay. of all the fun things. Um so that's kind of my goal is to like start with something fun, have a theme to bring in coaching cycles and other elements throughout the year of like earn your rubber duck by meeting with Tracy. Oh, I'm sold. I want a rubber duck. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> my mind is blown right now. That's awesome. So Yeah, my you idea take some rubber ducks too. <laughs> yeah. Was like that's a really good idea. I might have to steal that one. But um I don't know. I was kind of thinking along those lines, like Tracy had mentioned about using like uh, copier chronicles and stuff like that, because it's something simple that teachers can just look at at their own time, not really have any pressure. And then it's also kind of a talking point. If you run into them in the hallways or if you're doing like a pop in, it's like a question they might be able to ask you um, and just kind of a conversation starter, which would hopefully lead into coaching cycles. Yeah. Well, because Megan, you're also, you know, with they we've mentioned a couple of times, but your district has had a coach for a number mm-hmm. of years but you're going to be a brand new face now. So you're going to kind of be back to, like Tracy mentioned, back to building relationships, Mm -hmm. establishing those relationships, right? And Mm -hmm. probably a little bit of reminding to clarify your role, like new face. Sometimes it's like all Mm -hmm. of the work that maybe a previous coach has done, may Mm -hmm. or may not, um, kind of be out of sight, out of mind. So you'll be definitely like back at that stage too, I think for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, before we jump in, we're going to talk more about building relationships um, soon as we get back from our sponsor break. Looking for a program that reaches all teachers and learning new tools to integrate in their lessons? Edu Badges is the answer. Edu is an anytime, anywhere badging program that is designed to take bite-sized tools for instruction and teach teachers how to use them. Edu has received the ISTE Seal of Alignment for Educator Standards, and each badge in our expanding library is aligned to the ISTE Standards and the SAMR model. Learn more about the program that teachers call addicting at forward-edge.net backslash edubadges. Instructional coaches support teachers, students, administrators, and really everyone in the district. In fact, research shows that instructional coaching is one of the most impactful forms of professional development that results in improved teacher instruction and student achievement. But who is supporting the coach? Forward Edge provides multiple year-long mentorship options recommended by the Google for Education Certified Coach Program to help you gain the valued support you need as an instructional coach. Visit forward-edge.net to start giving PD to the ultimate PD providers. Okay, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us there for that last minute. Uh, welcome back to the Restart Recharge podcast. We are talking with Tracy Keo and Megan Rubel about getting the year up and running as a coach who might be returning to the same district and as a coach who might be brand new to a district this year. So we left off kind of just teasing on talking about the importance of building relationships. But um, as our loyal listeners know, we're very big on that here on the 
Restart Recharge podcast and how important building relationships are to really make waves with your teachers. So thinking about a new year, whether or not, you know, you know, Tracy, you're returning, they're going to recognize your face, but there's undoubtedly going to be lots of new faces with teachers this year. So even if you are a coach returning to the same district for maybe the 20th year in a row, there's still going to be new faces for you to meet. So how are you going to go about making those new connections um, with those new teachers or like if you're a brand new coach to a building with everyone in the building? Megan, we'll kick it off with you this time first. (laughs) Um, So obviously I feel like being like that new kid on the block will stay on that theme. Um, Making sure that I'm like really out uh, within the first like two weeks of school, just like making those like face-to-face connections of reminding people who I am again. um, Because I feel like those first like two weeks is really about like people making sure they know who I am and then we can get into the instruction a little bit after that. Um, I also, when I first started here, um, I think it was Lisa maybe said like, get to know everyone in your building, whether it's the secretaries, whether it's the custodial staff, like make sure that like you feel part of that school community. So definitely making sure that like everyone knows who I am um, and really building that comfortability so that they are feeling like they're able to approach me. And I feel like another easy, not easy one, but is to really like kind of go after those brand new teachers of like, I'm here for you, like utilize me because I want to make sure that you're feeling supported. So, yeah. I love that. Those are good. Tracy, what about you? I'm just going to add, so you won't be the only new kid on the block. There will be new kids on the block that you cannot make friends with. And they'll have a lot of tricks and flicks and, yeah. TikTok trends and (laughs) dances. All the things. Um, I know for me, making connections is a real big part. And I know at one of my schools, I have nine brand new teachers coming to campus this year in a school setting of 35. That's a big turnover. Um, So really meeting with them, popping in, just letting them know that support is there and Um, for me, it's listening to listen when they're talking. So I really want to make sure that I'm making sure that I am catching even the small details. Like I have one teacher from last year, um, who did taco Wednesdays, not taco Tuesdays. So I always was on campus on Wednesdays and made a point of stopping by to be like, okay, so what's on the taco menu tonight? Like just starting Mm -hmm. with something fun and easy and light had no seriousness. And those are the moments that stick with them versus like, Hey, did you see the new book that came out or the new tool or I heard that it's been a rough week. So trying to build those um, connections, starting with something simple and fun that they can relate to is, I think, a really good starting point, especially when you have those new teachers fresh out of college, really eye-opening experiences for them. Just getting to know them on that level helps. I love it. And who doesn't love tacos on any day of the week? Right? It's always a good day for a taco. Yeah, I think we need tacos any point in time uh, throughout this whole time. But obviously both of you are in a different setting, but very similar in coming back to the school year here. And uh, as Katie very well knows, we love to wrap things up with our top three tips. So, Megan and Tracy, what are your top three tips for starting the school year in a school year or school that you've been in and one that you're trying to make kind of a new impression in and get into and involved with? So I will say one of my top three, and some of these may be the same for Megan, something I learned at Coach's Camp this year um, was having like the standing desk in the hallway to kind of always be present. Yes, I love that. All the time, especially those first couple weeks of school. So I'm not like hidden off in my server closet. Um, (laughs) Even though I'm popping around during plan, I think it's still nice to just be more present during 
passing time and all of that. Do you remember who said that, just so we can shout them out and give them credit for that idea? Danae. I think it was Danae Acker. Acker. Yeah. Yes, I believe it was Danae. So shout out to Danae in South Carolina. Okay, Danae, correct us if we're wrong, but (laughs) we think it's South Carolina. (laughs) Go Danae. Yeah, so that was a big one that really has stuck with me is just being present all the time, not just during their plan times, um, and being available really just listening making those connections and finding something in common even the smallest detail that you can then check on them with and just be a person to them not just that coach that's there to maybe possibly tell the principal something so getting through that boundary yeah especially because the first couple weeks of school year can always be just crazy you got you know new kids coming in you got kids that are switching classes and things like that and it's helpful for the teachers to know they can go to you for some quick ideas on lessons and things quick like ideas that. and extra set of hands like hey if we're still trying to get our second graders to log in like I'll come in and sit in here and take the yes. back half and yep. just really be present throughout the day not just during their plan times love it Megan um, one of mine was similar of just being there to listen and not dominating the conversations um, Another one would be to really market your role and over-communicate how they can get in touch with you for sure. Yes. (laughs) Explanation (laughs) mark. And then one of the other ones I had was to really be using social media, especially like if your school district has one, um, so that like even admin, they don't have the chance to go into the classroom every day or every week. But if you're posting it online and like the school's resharing it, they're able to see the good work that like their teachers are doing. I love that. Um, Something that you guys said, too, made me think, um, I think it's Tyler that always says this, but also especially, like, at the beginning of the year, like, just be in the hallway, Mm -hmm. like, during those class time changes. Tracy, I think that's what you said that made me think of it. But, um, you know, when it's chaos and kids are lost and, you know, teachers are feeling frantic and um, everything's going on and reminders Mm -hmm. of all the routines we have to get back into, like, just being in the hallway, I think, can be Mm -hmm. really helpful and make sure that you're just, like, very visible, too. And another shout out to Tyler, one of the things he talks about and started doing last year, which is helpful, I think, at the beginning of the year, anytime during the year, is doing those video messages to specific teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, again, the first couple weeks of school are chaos, and they may not have time to, like, have you pop in and have a really good conversation, but just sending that quick video message like, hey, saw you this morning running in with your coffee. Hope it's going to be a great day. I'm here to help you if you need it. Just a quick video message to let them know you're there without interrupting time. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, and I know this was supposed to be the last, but some, no, <laughs> that no, just made no, me that's... think of something else, too. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, particularly, I think maybe more for you, Tracy, just because you've been in this district now um, and you have been a returning coach in previous districts before. But what does, like, a checklist look like for teachers for getting started, like, to get started with the year, particularly with, like, an LMS or getting up and running? Like, do you have anything like that that I... you have done or do? have for them still working on that coming putting together something with our team here to try and figure that out knowing that I'm supporting a huge group of fresh to the educational Mm -hmm. world Um, but yes definitely getting familiar with your LMS understanding the grade book Um, we talked about testing and how that's going to look just to give those new teachers like a, a heads up that you will have to use this testing site we will go over it it will all be okay um, and really having a checklist at the end of every quarter to 
to kind of reflect on how that quarter went as a teacher as well. Like what went really well? What can I keep? What can I get rid of moving into the, the next quarter? And if needed, meeting with the coach to kind of walk through how they felt about things, I think is another great one. I like how you're breaking that down by quarter, just mm-hmm. so it's not like, I mean, especially for those that group that you're talking about, that's not only like new district, new role, but also right. like brand new to the profession, essentially, um, that could be super overwhelming. So I like how you're breaking that down by quarter for them to like continuously revisit. I think it's easier to view things in smaller chunks, especially if you're in your first five years of teaching, things don't come as naturally. So by breaking it down into smaller chunks, you don't feel as overwhelmed and hopefully don't get as stressed out. But it's just, I get through this eight weeks. What went well? What am I changing? At any grade level, that works. So nice. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that idea. And especially, too, going back to kind of what we had mentioned before, you know, one of those things where you're just present in the hallway. You might have a student that, you know, comes up and says, I'm not sure what this is. And if you're in Tracy's case, you'll be like, oh, well, let's go down here. It's down here. If you're Megan's case, you're like, I don't know either. Let's figure it out together. And then you can go and and meet with like a teacher or something like that. And then you can use that later on as, hey, thanks for helping with that student. And kind of use that as another kind of check-in point. Absolutely. All right. So uh, this has been a little shorter episode, but that's quite okay. we got some really good ideas for us to be putting out there. It's August. Nobody has time for a long episode in August. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Uh, We mentioned it is hectic and crazy and chaotic. Um, So the good news is is that we are right back in the thick of things, as you know, with our um, schedule here. And our next episode is going to be really interesting. We're going to have um, a couple folks on. We're going to have Anna Marie Reinhardt and also going to have um, Paige on, too, as well from our marketing department. Oh, Paige Grevy. Paige Grevy, yes, uh, coming on. And they're going to talk a little bit more about how you can kind of market yourself and use some of those uh, marketing tools and skills to build some really creative uh, visual elements to put out there for um, for you to kind of you know market yourself to the yeah, school. Yeah, take one of Megan's top tips and go a little deeper. Go a little <laughs> deeper, yeah. So, you know, that was – we just already on the same wavelength there. That's what happened with that, in case you are wondering. So I think that's it here for this episode today. Megan and Tracy, thank you so much for being with us. Always love getting some quick insights to what our coaches are putting into practice. And be sure to subscribe to Restart Recharge wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can listen to all our episodes through the rest of this school year to help get you through. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Thanks to Megan Mm -hmm. um, and Justin. But they are all at RRCoach. Cast. You actually would have maybe seen Megan on uh, one of the latest uh, pod, or excuse me, one of the TikTok cameo. episodes. Yeah, yeah a little cameo. Look at that. We, we got her on the TikTok first and then lured her into the actual podcast itself. But feel free to reach out to us on any of those social media outlets and let us know what topics you want to discuss. If there's anything on your mind, we'll be happy to um, you know brainstorm on it and bring some folks on and we'll talk about it here on the Restart Recharge podcast. Also, too, don't forget, you heard it from Brooke in our last episode, but the Edu Coach Network is waiting for you to join. So you can go to www.educoachnetwork.com to join this amazing network of resources and connections for coaches. So press the restart button, recharge your coaching batteries, and leave feeling equipped and inspired to coach fearlessly with the Restart Recharge podcast. A Tech Coach Collective. We're officially back in session. We're We're just going to have a continuation of like first photos in the the podcast room. Okay, wait. Just stop the
Let's try one more. I guess. Like, and he's like, waiting for bloopies. Let's try to get like. I just like, got her now. <laughs> the cows. Like,